Hey, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to season one of the Prayer House podcast. Our mission and vision is simple. It is to spread the gospel and good news to the ends of the world and to do it by building a community whose foundation is Jesus Christ. So welcome to the family. We hope you enjoy this message and it is a blessing to you. Um, before I get started, I, I, I just want to thank God for this opportunity. Um, it's it's an, incre- an incredible blessing to be with Prayer House again, um, doing something a little bit different this time around. Um, but I truly believe that uh, there's a word that God has to share with all of us. Um, I truly I truly believe it's going to be a blessing for you guys. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I just want to introduce myself. As Stephanie was saying, I'm from Connecticut. That's That's pretty much all I can think of. I remember... I when I was in when I was in college, I was involved in um, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, and we did these uh, service um, like alternative breaks. We did these service trips. Uh, we were doing like hurricane relief work um, in uh, Louisiana, in New Orleans, and um, you know we had to we had to we had to really really explain where we were from. People didn't really know much about Connecticut. And so we we designed these T-shirts that said Connecticut exists, and we would you know we would tell everybody that. Um, but yeah, um, I, I I'm just I'm just grateful for this opportunity and thankful to be to be serving in this way. I want to thank the prayer house team, um, specifically Brian. I've known Brian for a little while. Um, for anybody who knows Brian, he's incredible. He's a legend. Um, you know you can give him any kind of situation, and he'll 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 make the most out of it, and he'll make it happen. Uh, he truly knows how to get people together, um, and I just want to honor him and the rest of the team. Uh, you guys are honestly uh, amazing, killing it every night. Um, and so uh, tonight, I feel like I have uh, there's a word that God wants to share with us, and I I want to talk um, kind of generally uh, about the promises of God, um, but more specifically through a through a very um, through through an Old Testament uh, passage, um, so I believe each and every one of us have promises, um, promises that you know we've heard uh, other people proclaim over us, promises that we've kind of held on to and identified with from the Word. Um, but a lot of times there are things that will come up that hinder us uh, from hold. That 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 will come in the way of us holding on to that truth. Um, there there will you know complications can arise, um, barriers can come in the way, and 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 things can get confusing. Um, uh, and 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 in the in in those times you know we lose we lose the hope that once kind of fueled this promise that that was given. Um, and I think. Now more than ever, uh, specifically as we're in this COVID crisis and months into quarantine, um, I think a lot of us are struggling with um, complications. We're struggling with, um, you know, barriers to the promises that we once held on to. Um, but what what I want to challenge each and every one of us with uh, is the fact that if God has said something, He's going to make it happen. If God has promised something over your life, he will, he will make it come to pass. And so in this particular situation, a lot of times 
you know, we can get, we, we get distracted and, you know, a lot of us are at home. Some of us may be working, um, but maybe our workplaces have transformed. Maybe not a lot of, not the same amount of people are allowed in one room at the same time, or maybe you work in a, in a medical setting and it's just complete chaos. Um, and we ask, you know, where is God in this mess? Where is God in this situation? Where is God in my crisis? Um, you know, and it's it's in these moments that, you know, we forget that he said he was going to do X, Y, and Z. He said he was going to do that. He said he was going to do this. Um, and so I just want us to um, turn to the book of Joshua and just um, look at uh, a few verses in the first in the first chapter. And then we're going to look uh, very clearly at a, at a very familiar passage. Um, and, you know, this, this, is, this is kind of a weird, this is a weird title, but what I want to kind of put our, um, our, our, our thoughts to, or what I want to challenge you guys to hold on to is this question, which is, do you think he'll do it? The question is, do you think he'll do it? Uh, so let's turn to Joshua chapter 1. Uh, we're going to read uh, verses 1 through 9. And I'll, I'll kind of stop and go here and there. But let's read the first nine verses. After the death of Moses, servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised, your territory, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I just want to stop uh, right there at verse 5. And, and we hear this very clear promise that God is going to give them the promised land, that God is going to give what he had set aside for Moses, what he had set aside for the Israelites. He is getting closer and closer, and the Israelites are getting closer and closer to receiving that gift. So this promise that God proclaims is this that he will not leave them, he will not forsake them, he will supply all their needs, he will, um, he will not allow their enemies to rise up against them. So let's hold on to that. It's going to come back, uh, it's going to come back in, in, in the coming, in the next couple, in the verses. In verse 6 it says, Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? And this is the third time now. He says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so in these verses uh, 1 through 9, we hear this promise that God is going to um, give them this new land. We hear this promise that God is going to come through in, the, in their situation. And then we hear three examples where God is, is, is encouraging them. And he's saying, be strong and courageous. You know, he's about to give the Israelites the land that he had promised them. The, these are the three things that he has commanded him, that he that he has commanded them with. He says, "Be strong and be strong and courageous, um, because you will 
you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. And so when I, when I, when I read that verse, I see that, that God is saying, be confident in yourself um, because you are going to have influence. Be confident in yourself because you are going to lead others. Be strong and courageous. The second thing he says is, be strong and courageous. Be obedient and you will be successful. Be careful to obey all the laws all the laws my servant Moses gave you and don't turn from it. And so now Moses is dead. They have this new leader in charge, this young kid. Um, but what he's, in, what he's challenging them to do is, you know, the situation hasn't changed. We're still going to hold on to what God has, uh, has commanded us. We're still going to hold on to the laws that God has provided for us. And the final thing is, he says, be, str- be strong and courageous for you will never be alone. You will have my favor. And so, I just want to ask you guys, you know, a quick question and, um, you know, maybe if you're comfortable, you can, you can put it in the chat, um, but just take a minute to think about um, what has God promised you? And so, um, you know, something for me specifically, um, I was at my church retreat uh, a year ago and, uh, you know, the man of God kind of, you know, called me aside and he um, he promised that God was going to um, fill fill me with creativity um, and this is kind of kind of a vulnerable thing for me so you know just bear with me um, but God he he said you know Jeremy you are creative uh, you are going to come up with ideas um, you are going to you know design things and at the moment, right, I, I, I truly felt like he was prophesying because when he was talking to me in that moment, in that second, I said, that's not me at all. That's not me at all. And, you know, as I started to kind of wrestle with that, um, uh, you know, we came back from that retreat, even in my, in my lead worship at my church. Um, and my, my thought was, oh, I'm going to be creative. That must mean I have to write songs or something like that. And so every now and then, um, when I lead worship, I'll, I'll kind of put together, um, you know, some, some words just on, you know, based on what the Spirit is doing, you know, in that very second. Um, and I'm grateful for that, that, um, that ability. But at the same time, you know, whenever I do that, um, I notice that in my church, nobody sings along to it. And so I said, I know I was immediate, you know, every time that happens, I get discouraged and I'm just like, this creativity is not for me. Um, You know, perhaps writing songs is not for me. Perhaps doing this is not for me. Um, But as, as, as I continue with this conversation, I want us to hold on to those three things that, that, that we hear in in, in verses one to nine. It says, be strong and courageous because you are going to have influence. Be strong and courageous for you will be successful and be strong and courageous for you will never be alone. You will have my favor. And there's a combination of all three. And so as I continue in this uh, conversation, I want you to think about those things that God has promised over your life. What are those breakthroughs that are on the other side? What's, what's around the corner for you? And so as, 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 we, as we kind of read through the, uh, the book of Joshua, we see, you know, a lot of various things going on, and and you know, I, I might be going a little out, a little out of order here, um, but in Joshua one through nine, 
we clearly read that God is promising expansion. We clearly read that God is promising the land that he had set aside for Moses and the Israelites to them. And then in Joshua 6, we learn about Jericho. And so I just want to read the very first verse, uh, Joshua, 6, chapter, uh, Joshua 6, verses 1. It says, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. When I look at that situation, I, I see a very negative situation. I see here is this space that God has promised to give to his people. Um, but it's masked in this great barrier. It's completely, you know, uh, separated by this huge wall, this huge fortress. Um, and it looks like it looks like you know this promise that God made is either locked or it's hidden, or it seems like it's not actually going to happen. Uh, it seems way out of reach. But this is something that we have to hold on to. Like I said earlier, and like like we all know. Um, what God has said to us will come to pass. And that's something that we have to hold on to. And I, and I, 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 love, I love the concept that Prayer House uh, has testimonies on Wednesdays. Um, because it allows individuals to share their stories to be of light and encouragement to other people. And one thing that, you know, God has always told has always spoken to me, uh, you know, when I feel like I'm struggling with something or I might be in a dark place, one thing that I hold on to is the fact that I know that I'm not going to be stuck in this place because I'm not the first and last person to struggle with this. Um, but I also know that when I get through this, God is going to use me to help other people who might be in that same situation. So this is not the, if, I'm, if you're struggling with something, know that this is not the first time that an individual, that a human being has struggled with this situation. God knows what to do in your specific situation. Uh, you know, area. At the same time, you're not the last person that's going to deal with this. And so God is going to carry you through certain areas so that you can be a light uh, to people who are struggling and you can help carry them through. You can help take them through and say, hey, I was once there, but look what God, look what God did in my life. And so if we, if we go kind of back uh, to chapter three, uh, we see, and, and, this is just a cool verse that I want us to, to focus on. Um, and so we know earlier when the Israelites were escaping Egypt, uh, they, were, they were blocked um, by the Red Sea. And, and we see this incredible miracle where the Red Sea gets parted and the Israelites are allowed to pass through. And so that's a crazy situation. And, you know, we, we, we learn about it as young kids, as this cool um, miracle, and we see, uh, you know, the the pictures in the in the in the Bible, um, in in the children's Bibles, and it looks like this incredible, even artistic, and very beautiful situation. But it must have been very scary. Um, I'm wondering what kind of sea creatures. I'm wondering what kind of uh, wildlife and you know, crazy looking plants maybe could have been in that vicinity, and maybe even creeping people out. And so this was a scary situation. Um, but God came through. And when we look at Joshua chapter 3, verses 14, it says, verses 15, it says, this is when they're approaching the Jordan. It says, now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Yet, as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap and great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarethan, while the water flowing down to the sea 
of Ereba, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. And so here's this situation where the people are freaking out. There's this body of water that's in between them and, and what's to come. And the same thing happens. God comes through. And so this is just an incredible reminder. And I, and I, and I want to encourage you guys with that, with that thought. You are not the first to go through this storm. And you are not the last. But don't let that discourage you. Don't let that harden your heart. Allow that to fill you with faith. Because God is going to use you to be a blessing to other people. Uh, so let's jump back to chapter 6. And we're going we're gonna to look at Jericho. And so we see this, this story. Um, and, you know, we've learned about it. We sang about it as kids. Um, there's, this, there's this incredible battle. Um, and we say that Joshua um, fought the battle. And, you know, him and his armies, they did fight. Um, granted, they were fighting against probably unarmed civilians. And we don't really have to talk about that. Um, but it was really God who did everything in this situation. It's really God's faithfulness that's on display. The promise is that God will deliver and we need to trust in him. And so God's instructions to Joshua and his people were very, very, um, uh, they were were weird. They were somewhat out of pocket. It didn't really make sense. But he tells them to gather um, these instruments. He tells them to assemble in this formation. And he he tells them to to march around this, this wall. And, you know, when, when we're kids and we're learning this story, we probably don't, you know, I don't know about, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I wasn't really thinking too much about the situation. I just said, you know, Josh got a couple of his friends around, um, they were walking around the wall, they're having a blast, um, you know, and then on the final, on the final lap, they go crazy, they blow on all the horns, they start shouting, and they see the walls coming down. And... I, I want us to, to really take a look at this situation, kind of, you know, we're a little bit older now, and um, try, and, try and look at it with a more realistic um, uh, worldview. Um, and so let's just imagine we're in this situation, right? We, you know, are, are the person that we were following for, for years has died, and now this, young, this younger guy... Uh, his protege has proven himself, and now he's starting to call the shots, and he's telling us to do something that's quite absurd. Um, and he tells the people that you know you need to you need to walk around. We need to walk around this wall. Um, we need to be very careful about how we how we are formed. We need to be really careful that you know when the when the horns and when the trumpets are being blown. I don't want anyone else to speak. Uh, you know, I want you to hold your breath. I want you to be. I want you to remain co- calm until the final lap. And I'm just imagining, right? So they, they, they wrap around the wall once every day for a week. And I don't know about you, but by day two, I would have been, I would have been frustrated. Like, what is going on here? Um, you know, by day three, by day four, I would have been tired. Um, I don't exercise that much. So like one lap every day would be quite tough. Um, I, I, I was looking I was looking online and they were saying that um, uh, this 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 city of Jericho this this wall if you were to walk the perimeter it would probably take you know roughly 
roughly an hour or so, maybe a little over an hour. Um, and so, you know, that, that's not, that's not much. Um, but it's just, it's tedious. You know, why do we have to be quiet? Maybe, maybe you were fortunate enough to, to have a horn or a trumpet and you have to blow with everything you've got. Why do I have to play this instrument? Like, am I, I'm tired. I can't breathe. You have me blowing on this horn. Like, what is this? This situation is crazy. And then we come to the seventh, we come, we come to the last day. Um, and, and, and Joshua gathers, gathers the assembly and he says, guys, um, you know, first off, I want to thank you guys for doing what you were doing past couple of days. You did great. Um, guess what? Uh, we have to do everything we did before. Um, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it all in one day. So we're going to, we're going to walk around this place seven times. And this, this is when it starts to get real. Um, especially cause now we're in this quarantine period, right? And I think very early on, um, we were a little, we all can kind of say whatever we want, but we were very con- confused about coronavirus. Um, and we were following the orders of our leaders and this concept of, uh, you know, lockdown, stay at home, quarantine came up. And, you know, for the first day, it was like, oh, I can work from home. Um, and shout out to anybody who can work from home. You're living the life. Um, I, I worked from home this afternoon and let's just say I didn't get much work done. Um, but as the day started to progress, uh, you know, the situation wasn't really the same. I am running out of groceries in my house. Uh, I'm running out of patience with my parents. I can't be stuck in this building. Uh, you know, maybe it's, maybe you're in a, in an apartment building and, and you're, you're stuck, uh, in a confined space or, you know, maybe you can't really go outside or, um, you know, it's, it, it's a crazy situation. Um, and, and, and we could start to lose the passion. We could, we could, we could start to lose the desire. Um, you know, not even, not even to worship God or to spend time with God, but we can lose the desire to even accomplish anything and, and do anything. Um, and and you know maybe you're in a place where you're you're struggling and 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 things are really dark. Um, you know when we take a look at at the story of the army that's that's walking around the the wall of Jericho, you know, on the seventh day, you know, the thirteenth time that they're walking around this thing, you know, their minds must have been going crazy. Some of them. They were told not to speak, but, you know, maybe they were cursing Joshua. Like, what is wrong with this guy? Um, you know, maybe they were getting frustrated with God. They were getting frustrated with the people around them. Why do we have to do this? Why, what? This, this is useless. This is pointless. They were really, really getting discouraged. Um, and, but, and, 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 and what I want to, um, what, you know, I, what, what, what we all know, right? We all know what happens on that final lap. The wall comes down, right? And these guys could have easily, very much, you know, so easily stopped um, on that sixth day. They could have stopped on the first. They could have stopped on the third lap of the seventh day. There were so many opportunities for them to stop. But they didn't, and they did what they were told, and God intervened. Nothing that, that, day, that they did, you know, um, you know, 
messed with the structural integrity of the wall. Nothing that they did, their, their sound couldn't destroy it. But it was an act of God. And so there was this promise that God had for them, and God was going to make it happen. It wasn't, a, it wasn't about the sound of their shout. It wasn't about um, you know, the time that they spent walking around. God asked them to do something, and he, he put something in their plate, and he said, hey, if you can be faithful with this, look what I can do for you. Look what I'm going to do in your life. And, you know, this is, what I wanna, this is what I want to encourage you guys with. So many of you, all of you, have promises over your life. Um, and maybe you're in a situation where, um, maybe, maybe you're in a situation where you're waiting to hear from God. Um, and you're struggling to hear from God. And, hey, I, I, I know what that's like. And I just want to encourage you. Um, there's so many people on this prayer line, on, on, this, on this call, that, that can pray with you and, and help you wrestle with that. Um, and I just want to, you know, encourage you to keep pressing in uh, and keep, keep wrestling to, to hear that. And maybe there's another group of you that have heard from God, um, and it's been a while. Um, you know, he said he's going to do this in your life, or he's, he's promised this in your life, and he's going to make it happen. Um, but now, you know, it's been several weeks, it's been months, maybe it's been years, and, you know, you haven't seen that thing come to pass. Um, and I think now in this, in this crisis of, of COVID-19, you know, there's a lot of attention and a lot of struggle and sorrow related to it. But let's not allow this situation to come in the way of the promise that God has over our life. Let's not allow this crisis to, to, to take over and take root over um, the promises that he, is, that he has proclaimed. And so there are so many things that God has, has given us, so many gifts. And um, just in, in, in these last few moments, one, one thing I just want to clear up is, um, you know, we think that we think that God gives us gifts um, and, and they're for us. Um, you know, I, I, can do, I can do X, Y, and Z. Look at this platform that I've built for myself. Or, um, you know, I can, I can what, whatever it is, you know, like um, you, have an, you have an incredible ability uh, to bring people together and make them feel welcome. Or you have an, an incredible ability to, to cook and, you know, you are providing incredible food for your family um there's all these different things that we kind of take ownership of and, and we say like you know this is me this is me i've got this um but one thing that i've been starting to notice is these gifts that god has given us they're not for us we can use them to our own agenda we can use them to our own uh you know timeline but things get really stressful when you try and take it into your own hands and one thing that I've noticed is if we realize that these things are from God and we allow God to take complete control, we allow God to take the reins of, of what he has given to us, the pressure's off me. I have to be faithful, but then it's up to God to do his thing. And so I just want to encourage you guys, um, you know, whatever he's given you, um, I don't mean this to discourage you. Um, it's not about you. But what I would want to say to encourage you is that what he has given you is for him and to extend his kingdom and to build his community here on this earth. You know, that's we have 
access to certain people that nobody else have access to. And so be faithful in your circle. Be faithful in your community and, 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 and be the hands and feet that Christ has called us to be. Um, you know, that, that's, that's all I've got, guys, for tonight. I just want to end with that, with the question that I started with. Um, do you think he'll do it? Take some time tonight, this week, this weekend, to think about what he's promised and what he has spoken over your life. And I'm telling you guys, he's going to do it. May God bless you with these words. Thanks again for tuning in. We pray that the word of God has touched you and transformed you. His word continues to be a living and active source of life. And only through his word can we rejuvenate our own lives. So rate us and leave a review if you can. We really appreciate it. Till then, keep searching, keep listening for his voice, and we'll see you again next time.